0: couple more weeks. So moral here is that don't just do something in this time frame because you think it's a, what you're supposed to do or what other people are triggering you to do, but more along the lines of do what your instinct tells you and don't be afraid to change your mind. Hey mama, are you in your third trimester and starting to freak out about the postpartum period? We'll take a deep breath and welcome to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, a naturopathic physician and a fellow mom who's been in your shoes. From mindset techniques to holistic strategies for your health, we'll empower you to navigate motherhood with confidence and vitality. So grab a comforting cup of tea, or who are we kidding, coffee, and let's dive in to this incredible chapter of your life. My goal of this podcast is to embrace the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach. I really want you to learn practical advice on how to actually improve your postpartum experience, but this does not replace the use of your own personal physician. Any and all medical advice should be done and taken through the careful and personal decisions of your medical doctor. Have you checked out my free resource, Preparing for Postpartum, a 12-question guide to help couples prepare for postpartum by having open communication and addressing problems before they happen? Please check it out at the thenewmomnaturopath.com and also check out my bonus episode that includes a detailed guide of how to go through this process step-by-step. Hello, um, here is yet another podcast um, from the New Mom Naturopath. Today I really want to talk to you about things that I would have done differently in postpartum as someone who is part of the naturopathic field. And I t- I say all these with the mindset of the fact that there is zero chance that your postpartum period is going to be perfect. There is zero chance that it's going to be anywhere near what you thought it was going to be because life is crazy with the baby and so some of these I think like oh I could have made more of an effort but at the same time I still think that it is perfectly acceptable that you don't do some of these and these are kind of just my opinions so without further ado I'm just going to go through the list here the first one would be go for more walks I live on the 5th floor of an apartment it's like An elevator ride, a lot of walking, (laughs) it's not really that challenging, but when you have a baby to pack all the things, it's just really hard to make the commitment to get outside every day. And so I think I wish I had made more of a routine out of getting outside, especially in the first couple hours of the day, to really get my body into that circadian rhythm, help my child get into the circadian rhythm. And also it's so much easier. To walk with a baby than it is to walk with a toddler. So I kind of missed my little window for beautiful walks in sunshine. I did go for walks, but I just wish I had made more of a routine out of that or made that part of more of a routine stack in my day as a postpartum mom. The second thing, and personally, this is kind of where I took it, I would give myself more time to do the club foot treatment. I would make a priority to just kind of get rid of the outside pressures of what I was supposed to do in the moment and whether you're going through any sort of treatment for your child whether you're dealing with the normal everyday struggles of postpartum it's you know it's there's so much time that you spend worrying about what other people are going to think that you just go for it and even I knew with the research that I had that you know two weeks a month you know weren't wasn't really going to make that much of a difference I say this also cautiously because there is something we said about starting the treatments to the foreignness or the unfamiliarity or the uncertainty that comes with starting a treatment and not knowing how it's going to change your child and what it's going to do for your family so there are positives to having it early and getting it done quickly but then also I probably would have been fine if I'd waited a couple more weeks. So moral here is that don't just do something in this time frame because you think it's a, what you're supposed to do or what other people are triggering you to do, but more along the lines of do what your instinct tells you and don't be afraid to change your mind. The third thing I would do is focus more on core and C-section repair on my scar I haven't really done that and it's still an obstacle to me feeling 100% and so I would really wish that I had already started that <laughs> yeah I really wish that that had already been something that I had completed and focused on because it never gets easier to do but I will say that the benefit of pelvic floor physical therapy the benefits of scar tissue Um, therapies, they don't just go away just because time has passed. And so there's always things you can do to help increase your core strength and to do more healing around that scar tissue in general. I just wish I had done it sooner. And this one is very specific. Number four is, I wish that I had taken more specific care to give myself a way to come off a gestational diabetes diet and going into postpartum and so just a little background I struggle with emotional eating and in some cases binge eating because of how I was taught to regulate food and my desire was with food growing up and so I generally had a very, very visceral response, an emotional response to not being able to eat the foods that I wanted to eat during postpartum, actually, what am I saying, during pregnancy, and so during postpartum, I gave myself liberties that I generally, they're not bad, I didn't do anything like terrible, but I kind of wish I had given myself a way to step down into a normal diet instead of just going to a normal diet. And using that time frame to set really good foundational patterns so that I could have had a more healthy foundation for my diet moving forward and I my diet's not bad I don't I don't really feel like I'm doing anything wrong per se but I do I did get a lot of cravings and so I let myself have those cravings and then also didn't feel good after so I kind of wish I had given myself the ability to slowly integrate back to a normal way of eating for myself and not felt guilty that I wanted the things that I wanted, like ice cream and candy and chocolate and a waffle. So yeah, that was the, that was the big challenge. And then the last thing I wish I had created a way to see friends better in postpartum is really easy to isolate yourself. It's really easy to just stay home because it's a lot of work to leave, it's a lot of work to get out of the house and to do things. So I wish I had created a schedule for people to visit. Now, that being said, my son was born in May of 2021, so visiting other people in my state was not necessarily very easily accomplished. So it wasn't as if this was very even realistic for myself to have as a goal during that time frame in our world. And so I say this kind of like, yeah, it would have been really nice and I would have totally done that had we had a baby at a different time. But, you know, I wasn't in charge of that one. So, there you go. But this is a really short, nitty-gritty episode. I didn't want to leave you any sort of cliffhangers or tell you anything that's crazy or wild. But I personally loved my postpartum period. I had a lot of things that I absolutely adored. I am seriously having to pause this episode recording every couple of seconds because I keep having to yawn and it's so obnoxious. Anyway, my postpartum period was beautiful because it was filled with snuggles and A lot of challenges that I didn't think were going to be beneficial at all, like the clubfoot experience, was horrific in a lot of ways. But I learned things about my strength and my character and my son's strength and his character far better than if I hadn't had that experience. And so even looking back at the challenges that I was faced with, it still was beautiful and I could still... Even though I look back on that time as one of the best times of my life, I still can look at a time and that time and say, I could have done things better. I could have made improvements. And that's not a fault or a critique of myself. And that's not saying I didn't do things right, but that, you know, there's little things that you can add to every part of your life that would make you one step better. This development, I'm working through. A coaching program that's gonna be very specific and detailed and beautifully laid out I'm so excited for it to be a final product and I'm so excited to share it with you but in this process I was recommended to read The Slight Edge and this is in a book that has seriously changed my life but the idea behind it is that your progress and your ability to keep going is being able to Change the minute little details of things and to help people to or help yourself to be persistent in the small little changes every day. And so when I look back, I I see, wow, these are the small little changes that I could have made that would have made it even better, potentially. But also, like some of them, it could have made it way worse. So, my question for you is what do you want your postpartum period to look like? How is it going to? benefit you to do those things? What things are you really trying to avoid and why? Because a lot of times we say things like, I'm never going to give my baby formula or I'm never going to, I don't know. I can't even think of anything right now that I am so closed fisted, like boundary setting abilities on, but uh, you never know. Like you never know you could be so adamant you're never going to watch your child watch TV and then be watching Miss Rachel at three months. So it's really hard to think that all the decisions that you're going to make right now are going to stay true, that you're going to have the resilience to keep them going. But then also, it's really important to think about this before you get there, because once you get there, you're in the thick of it, and there's a lot of plates to juggle. So I want to just Get your brain thinking about ways that you can add really healthy things into your lifestyle that are easy, simple, and straightforward for you. That it's not going to take a lot of effort to do any of them because the more effort you're going to have, the more resistance is going to be taking place. Not because you're weak, not because you lack motivation, but because, guess what, you're going to be tired and very busy and also only wanting to stare at your child's eyes and snuggle them but also bored out of your mind because that's all you're doing. So confusing, a lot of emotions, a lot going on. What do you want it to look like? And have you thought about that? Let me know. Send me an email at, the, at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at com. And I can't wait to hear from you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at thenewmomnatropath.com. And as always, please join our Facebook group, The New Mom Naturopath on Facebook. Have a wonderful day.